Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Rapid Reaction Show. And for the second consecutive week, or it's still, I guess it's still kind of the same week, right? We just talked on Monday, didn't we, Rocky? Um, so for the second consecutive show, we're talking about a Kansas City Chiefs team that pulled off another victory. They improved to five and four on the season, beating the seven and one Green Bay Packers. Of course, it was. It's important to remember it was with backup quarterback Jordan Love, not Aaron Rodgers, who had a hell of a week himself. Um, but Rocky, uh, instant reaction from this one. Chiefs defense showed up, looked pretty good, and that continues to be something that I think they're building on, and the defensive performances continue to be better, I guess. Uh, Dan Sorensen showed up again tonight, though. Still not sure why he's getting on the field. And the offense left a lot on the table. Um, so you want to be positive. You want to be happy that they won because at this point in the season, it's just about just getting W's. It doesn't really matter how you get them done. Worry about all the other stuff later as long as you're winning football games and all you can try to do is get better as the season goes on. But Rocky, your instant reaction uh, from uh, another weird Chiefs game, I guess. I tell you what, man, this defense looks really, really good against really, really bad quarterbacks. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what it is. We got an all-world defense when you're playing a bottom third quarterback. I mean, sign us up, baby. We will tee off on that bottom third quarterback all day long. And with the exception of Dan Sorensen, everybody's going to walk out of here looking like they're in a contract year and just playing lights out. But then at the same time, you look at the, at the quarterback and, I mean, Jordan Love had no business starting an NFL game today. I mean, let's just say it like it is. He was he was backup level at best, but he was not a starting quarterback. I mean, you can tell if Aaron Rodgers is in this game with the way the offense played, I don't think we're within 10 points of the of the of the Packers. So yeah, it's a win. We'll take it. It's great. But it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Things aren't fixed. You yeah. know. And, you know, I, I picked the Packers to still win this game, even with Jordan Love, because I just haven't seen enough from this Chiefs team to feel confident in picking them. And I've been kind of hard on them over the past week after a win against the New York Giants, because I just thought that that game looked like it was between two bad football teams. And, you know, they get this one, too, and it's ugly and it was not fun to watch. And it seems like that's a recurring thing with this offense. Now we talk about it each and every week. They just simply can't figure it out. And we were talking a lot during the game about this other wide receiver position and how desperate 
how desperately the Chiefs have to figure something out there because it's not McCall Hardman, right? We can say that definitively. And Josh Gordon, I think he only had the one target in this game uh, that wound up getting batted down. It's He looks big on the field. Um, you want to see him get involved more. They just aren't, and maybe some of that is just – he still has a lot to learn as far as the playbook goes. And it's I, I don't think we made enough about how difficult it is for a wide receiver to come into an organization halfway through a season and just pick everything up. I don't care if he knows some of the terminology already from ha- happening to spend some time with Brad Childress like eight years ago. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to pick that stuff up and be productive out of the gate. But this Chiefs offense does not look like it's figuring things out right now. And Patrick Mahomes had another bad game where it was just like, it felt like you just wanted to slap yourself again for the second consecutive game where he's just off target. It just doesn't feel like they can get anything going. Like they can find anything that's sustainable outside of that first drive, which is what happened again today. The first drive that Andy Reid scripts out that he game plans all week. These are, this is what we're going to open the playbook with. This is how we're going to get things going on offense. For the second consecutive week, that looked great on the opening drive. And then after that, they stopped being able to move the football again. And the Packers' defense is okay, but like, and they forced a lot of turnovers, which I think played into the game plan here because they don't want to turn the football over, and they actually accomplished that for once. But this offense just can't find it right now. Even Patrick Mahomes had Tyreek Hill downfield open a couple of times and he just missed him. And it's at a point where it's just hard to explain other than a lot of it is on Mahomes. A a lot of it is on Pat just being off cue and the wide receivers just not being on the same page. And I don't know if you can fix that this far into a season unless Josh Gordon all of a sudden becomes a monster down the back half of the schedule. I mean, you're getting your money's worth out of Josh Gordon right now for what you're paying him, but we're not paying him a lot. So, I mean, but I would like to see them try to manufacture touches to Josh Gordon like they try to manufacture touches to Michael Hardman. I mean, just one game, you know, try to just get the ball in his hand and see what he can do with it. That being said, the experiment hasn't worked out that well to date. Mikol is not the answer. D-Rob is not the answer. Pringle was non-existent today. I don't even think he had a single catch. Like you said, Mahomes was off, you know, left and right. And then Andy Reid, I'm sorry, but you're a Hall of Fame coach, but that was the worst fourth down call I've seen in a really long time when it was fourth and one. And you do a play-action fake, and then you draw the defense in, and then you throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage to where the defense already is. Like, you can't play-action fake and then throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage. If you're going to try to draw the defense in towards you, then you got to throw it over their heads, not exactly to where they are. That was the worst call I've seen all year long out of Andy Reid, and I have no idea what he was thinking. Yeah, it it wasn't great. And some of this, I think, is on Andy where you know things seem to be working and then Andy stops running the ball. And but that's always kind of been Andy's thing. Like, you know, even going back to the Jamal Charles days, there'd be times where we were like, why aren't we running the ball more? Or even when they had Kareem Hunt, there was times where Kareem Hunt would totally disappear because Andy would just decide, I don't feel like running the football today. And it's hard to believe, considering coming into the season, the way this offense had been over the last several years, 
that we would get to a point halfway through 2021 where we're like, they have to run the football more. Oh, oh, like, holy hell, the Chiefs have to run the football more and they have to stop throwing so much because they're simply not good at it right now. And I mentioned this to you earlier. We've seen the Philadelphia Eagles and they took the Chargers down to the wire. The Chargers were able to pull off a game winning field goal. And they currently sit atop the AFC West now after the Raiders lost to the Giants today. They continue to not want to run the football. And what I mentioned to you was this Eagles team refused to run it when they simply couldn't pass the ball. And we saw for weeks and weeks and weeks, they can't throw the ball. What is new head coach Nick Sirianni doing in Philadelphia? Run the football. You guys are better at that. That'll open up your offense. Right now, the Chiefs are just better at running the football than they are passing it. And it seems like if you just establish your running game, maybe that'll take some pressure off of the passing game and off of Mahomes, And maybe that'll free up some of the downfield stuff because it's been weeks now where we see you can run, you can run. The defense is going to let you run. They're going to give that to you each and every week. You can average five yards per carry and you'll do it early in the game. And then you get tired because you want to put up points and you want to score and you want to be the chiefs of old. And you're just simply not that like you have to totally readjust the way you play offense right now. And maybe the passing game comes back to life later in the season, but that's just simply not how they can win football games right now. They just look like a barely functioning offense, and it seems like it's getting worse each week. It is. It's going backwards. You know what you call an offensive drive where you average five yards per carry? A touchdown drive. Like, that's just simply as it is. Like, if you feed the rock and you're getting over three yards a carry – you're going to get a touchdown on every single drive. It's just mathematics. I mean, all you got to do, Andy, is they're in, until they come up on the line on you, make them be honest. Just it's it's week after week. And like you said, I this this offense is going backwards right now it seems at this point. Mahomes isn't right. He still isn't trusting his eyes. He's still off target with his throws. He had that game-sealing pass where finally Finally, he looked like Mahomes. Mahomes had one Mahomes play today, and it was when we need it most. And it was almost like he was like, enough is enough. I'm just going to go out there and be Mahomes. But here, that's the whole thing is, if you're if you're going to be Jordan, then you're Jordan consistently. You're not Jordan only when, when you need to be. You know what I mean? Like, like every now and again, like you got to go out there consistently and be the best if you want to be the best. Yeah, and I think it's fair to like wonder – how much Mahomes has on his plate right now, like personally, like I, I'm not saying that that's what's affecting his play. But when you think about the fact that he's a 26 year old, he's still young. I know I wasn't all put together at 26 and I'm 32 now and I'm still not all put together. But you think about where he was at at such a young age and he's 26 years old right now, face of the most popular sport in our country And he's getting married, he's having a child, has the weight of a city and a franchise on his back. And when things just seem to start going bad, it's just all gone downhill so far this season. And I think that's just a lot for any individual player to put on themselves. And I think that has something to do with it. And I think some of it has to do with Andy's frustration and stubbornness of just saying like, well, it's there. You just got to hit it. Like we're just going to keep doing this over and over until it finally works. When 
it's clearly not working right now. And it's time to really readjust some stuff and reevaluate how you want to run the offense moving forward because the defense, although they've looked good and they played well today, it was still against a backup quarterback. I still think this defense can be a liability at times, but the offense right now is what's going to hold you back from believing that this team can go on a run until it takes off or something. Right. Because I thought that deep pass play to Tyreek Hill that Mahomes just overthrew him. I thought, I thought he had it. I I thought he had it when that ball left his hands. And I was like, there it is. There it is. That's going to be it. That's going to be the thing that, that, that takes this thing off that that finally kickstarts this offense. And he missed him. And I was like, well, okay. Yeah. That's, that's basically how this season has been then. Um, Just can't, just can't hit him. Just can't find a way to make the connection. Then he did have that throw at the end of the game to seal it. So I guess if you're looking for a positive, it's that he looked like himself on that play. And you're like, okay, there's Patrick. There's the Patrick that we know, but it just seems like the chiefs are putting too much on him right now. And like, Andy's got to do more to just say, okay, we don't need you to do everything, Pat. We just need you to function and we need to not turn the football over and we can score points and then just try to manage the lead like we did with Alex Smith. And it's crazy that we are at a point like that, but it seems like that would be the smarter, more strategic thing for the Chiefs to do at this moment is kind of treat these how you treated Alex Smith and try to get an early lead with Andy's rock solid early game scripts and then just try to hang on to that lead. And then if you need to unleash Mahomes, you could unleash him. But that way you're not putting a, a full game of pressure on him to, oh, we got to go drop 35. We got to go put up 40 every week because that's just not getting it done and it's not working. So there's no point in continuing to try to do it. We're nine weeks into this thing and it's not working. I think it's safe to say we've got a large enough sample size that it's just not going to work that way this season. No, it's not. Um I think to your point with Mahomes, I mean, I have a nine-month-old son, and I am tired every single day. I am woken up in the middle of the night every single day. And you look at Mahomes on every press conference, he looks exhausted every single day. And I'm not saying that that's the reason for all for everything that's happening, but he has a ton on his plate, and he is a new father. Um, and it's that's an exhausting phase of your life. Is an excuse? No, because you're being paid to go out there and perform. But at the same time, he is a human, and he is still at his ceiling, the best player in the NFL. So, yeah, I mean, every every great quarterback in history has had bad years. This may be – we may look – we're going to look back on this in 10 years and say this was Mahomes' down year. You know, that's fine. But because of that, you got to find ways to be productive and to switch it up if you are Andy Reid. I would love to see them go with more hurry up. You know, if you get if you get the ball going downfield, don't huddle up. Just keep the pressure on the defense, man. Just keep going and going and going, you know, and and, and make them make the adjustment to you instead of you giving them time to, to switch out, you know, sub packages. Yeah. And, and again, we're not in any way like critiquing everything that Patrick Mahomes has going on in his life. That's just the way life is. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you got a lot of stuff going on and you got to manage a lot. And he's managing a lot right now lot. on top of the fact that every person in Kansas City is frustrated with how this team is playing and the way that they began this football season. So it's just a lot. And you got to do whatever you can to try to get him right, because, yeah, Quarterbacks have down seasons. We've seen Aaron Rodgers 
have bad years. And then, you know, he put together that MVP season last year. But the season before that, if you guys remember, we were saying, is Aaron Rodgers done? Is Aaron Rodgers cooked? Like, is this his last year in Green Bay? Are they going to let him go? Or is he going to sign somewhere else? Because he looks like he's done. And then Aaron Rodgers came back and had an MVP caliber year. And it's that's the way it goes. There's ups and downs in the NFL. It's just that the highs throughout the first few years of Patrick Mahomes' career were so high that you didn't think there was any way they could ever be down. And it's down right now. And we just kind of have to accept that. Sometimes guys just have bad years. The NFL, it's really hard to win every single year. And when you've been as successful as they have been for the last three or four years, it's tough to continue to do that. And we're seeing right now that they're really struggling. And it doesn't seem like they've got a lot of answers to how to turn things around because the passing game is just simply broken right now. And I think you can fix it a little bit, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to continue to be a problem because what we're seeing right now and their inability to make adjustments and to tweak the offense within the game and within the flow of what the defense is, is doing against them. I don't see how you can win in the postseason if you can't do that in the regular season and they're not doing it against bad teams if you can't do that against bad teams then what are you going to do when you're actually playing playoff caliber teams right so i i there's obviously still a ton to work on uh this game still left a lot to be desired just like last week did against the new york giants but if we do want to take a positive from this thing the defense did play very well overall outside of Dan Sorensen giving up that one touchdown to Alan Lazard. I uh, don't know what the hell he was doing. Um, he just said, all right, Alan, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to dive at you and we'll see if I push you out of bounds or you might go for a touchdown. And Alan just ducked him and ran it in for a touchdown. Uh, but other than that, that there was a lot of things to like about the chiefs defensive performance in this one, even going against a backup quarterback in Jordan love uh, Legarius need, had an absolutely filthy interception. I thought Charvarius Ward was fantastic. He had a defensive holding penalty, but I thought it was kind of a weak penalty. And other than that, I thought Charvarius Ward looked great today. Melvin Ingram had an impact. Chris Jones and Frank Clark, both disruptive again for the second consecutive week. So you like to see all of that from this defense. I, I still think that they could be a liability at points, but at least they're showing signs of improvement, right? <laughs> like at least they're doing something positive. I tell you, I tell you, this was the luxurious need game in my mind on the back end. I mean, him and Rashad Fitton, even Rashad Fitton, I thought had an excellent game. Um, but this was the sneak game on the back end, man. He he was the best, he was clearly the best player on either team's secondary today, I thought. Um, and I you see the impact, man. Just keep Chris Jones inside. You have a healthy, you have a healthy Frank Clark. And, and Chris Jones on the interior, suddenly Jaron Reed looks a lot better. Derek Nottie look a lot better. And then, like you said, Melvin Ingram's already showing that he was the guy that we probably should have pro- – we should have given him whatever he wanted in the offseason to sign with us and not let him leave Kansas City in the first place. I think if we have Mel- Melvin Ingram from week one, maybe a lot of the conversations that we've been having aren't had because we have a legitimate second defensive end on this roster. Um, as far as Sorensen goes, 
I'm trying to make a concerted effort to like, if I don't have anything nice to say, just not to say anything at all. So I'm going to go ahead and just pass on oh, Sorensen today. Because oh, be I've been, be mean, I've, he deserves it. He deserves it. I was, he, he and Spags deserve it at this point for, for putting him yeah. on. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I respect you for your service. Thank you for your service, Dan. But at some point you have to tell people they're retired. You know, you have to thank them for their service. All the big plays you made for us. God bless you. Here's the rest of your here's the rest of your salary paid out in full. Here's your check. Here's your walking papers. I'm sorry you're not allowed on the field anymore. We can we can say that you came down with a hamstring injury. Let's say you have a hamstring injury, Dan, and then you can you can stand on the sidelines for the rest of the, the rest of the year. But you can't be on the field. You can't ever be on the field again. And Spags, if I'm Andy Reid or I'm I'm Clark Hunt, even I'm saying Spags, don't you dare put that man on the field ever again. <laughs> Don't yeah. do it. Cross me, Spags. Just cross me just once. It feels like that's what has to happen. Like we, we talked about it on show and BK on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network that we felt like when they first started putting Thornhill in more and when it was like, okay, everything came to a head and we were like, there had to have been a conversation this week with between yeah. Andy and Spags about like, Juan needs to start. Stop putting Dan out there. Yeah, and it feels like they got to have that kind of conversation again and just be like, listen, Dan just can't be on the field. Like, like we, we'll, we'll give him to Tobe. We'll, we'll, we'll put him on special teams or something. There you go. So he can still get some snaps in, but he just simply cannot be on the field for defense for the defense. He's a liability in every way and every opposing offense knows it. And they know to target 49 when he is on the field because he cannot cover anybody. And I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah, you've done some good things for the Kansas City Chiefs franchise, but it's over, man. Like you just you just do not belong on the football field because you're getting cooked each and every week. And it's it's frustrating, too, because when you see the offense or the defense give up big plays, you're immediately like, where's 49 at? I know 49 had something to do with that. And he does almost every time, like 96% of the time it's on Dan Sorensen. It's, it's really unbelievable. The, the Chiefs are just, we don't care. We're putting him out there. We like what Dan does in practice. You know, more than anything, I'm angry at Dan Sorensen and Spags and the Chiefs for making me feel the way that I feel about Dan Sorensen on the football field. You <laughs> did this to me, Dan. I didn't want to get to this point. I didn't want to feel this way about you. But you put me in this situation. You made your own bed with this. Ben Neiman, same way. Like, I don't want to have to actively dislike people that are on the Chiefs. I'm a big fan of the Chiefs. Don't make me do it. But every single week, you do things that make me say, Dan, Dan, like, don't do this to me, Dan. I just, I, I would, I have no words for the amount of frustration that Dan Sorensen puts in my body on a weekly basis. <laughs> this, this comment uh, from Ty, give Armani Watts a shot. Not even joking. I was just about to bring him up. Like, can we see what Armani Watts has? Is Armani Watts healthy? I don't even know if he's healthy right now, but if he is, can we see what he brings to the table? over Dan Sorensen at this point because it's just not working. It's it's over, man. And, you know, I'd like for them to stop playing Ben Neiman too, but they keep doing it. And Ben Neiman's a liability himself, but he's not as bad as Dan. Like, he, he just has not gotten cooked as much as Dan has. But Ben Neiman's got his own problems. I mean – to say that he hasn't been cooked as much as Dan has is like saying Ben Neiman's not a piece of beef jerky sitting out in the middle of the summer heat. You know, like he's he's 
he's right behind him. He's nothing. I mean, there's nothing good about Ben Neiman's game either. You know, there's there's two guys that have no reason to be on this football field, and for reasons of nepotism or seniority or whatever, you know, Spags has an opinion on them and he refuses to move off of them. But I mean, it's really unfortunate because you look at Willie Gay, you look at Nick Bolton, you look at Chris Jones, you look at Sneed, you look at Fenton, you even Thornhill today. You got some really talented young pieces on this on this roster that you can really build around, even moving forward past this year. And you have two guys that are really just drilling holes in the ship while you're trying to sail across the ocean. They're actively just taking an ax to the hull every single play, trying to sink you. And it's like, man, just, just throw them overboard. Just throw them overboard. Well, and I I did like the chiefs defensive game plan today. And now obviously I don't think this game plan works. If Aaron Rodgers is the starting quarterback for the green Bay Packers, because they were blitzing Jordan love a lot. And that's what you should do when you have a passer in the backfield who's unsure of himself. And Jordan Love, sorry, Packers fans, Jordan Love does not look like he is anywhere ready to be a starting quarterback for your team. And they just spent a first-round pick. on I'm not saying he can't develop a little bit more, but, I, I mean, a year and a half into this thing, he does not look like he is anywhere close to being ready to take this thing over for Aaron Rodgers. And... I thought the Chiefs game plan was just put pressure on him, blitz him, and then make sure you blanket Devontae Adams the entire time. And they did a good job of that today. And really that's, you know, you can only play uh, against the guys that they have on the field and the Chiefs did what they had to do on defense today. So, you know, seeing that game plan and seeing them implement it and actually find some success outside of Dan Sorensen was encouraging and, Melvin Ingram looking so good, man. It's big for that pass rush because the Chiefs have way too much money invested in that defensive line for them to be as subpar as they've been this year. And Melvin Ingram looks like he's got plenty of juice left to to be a significant impact player for that defensive line. And if he can be, if Frank looks like he's still getting healthier and he's making a bigger impact in the last two weeks than he was before that, um, if they can turn this thing around and actually start putting pressure on quarterbacks, then this defense might actually be wind up being fine. <laughs> like, like yeah. compared to where we were just a few weeks ago, it seems like the defense is doing nothing but trending in the right direction. And the offense is just falling off a cliff. So I'm kind of panicky about that. Luckily the AFC is totally wide open though, because the Buffalo bills lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars today. The Las Vegas Raiders lost Lost to the New York Giants, and it was just a total dumpster fire, basically, in the AFC today. It was just a weird day across the NFL, but that's the way these things go. And the AFC is still up for grabs. And so even though the Chiefs defense looks like it was the worst defense in the NFL for the first month of the season, now they've started to turn things around a little bit. The offense seems like it's falling apart and like it's not moving in the right direction at all but you still want to believe that that's the thing that they can fix eventually because it's the chiefs and it's the chiefs offense and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, And then this AFC is so wide open. You can't write the chiefs off. Like even though they're struggling right now, they're still finding ways to win and no one in the AFC at the moment wants to be the best team in the AFC. And that's got to play into the favor of the Kansas city chiefs. Yeah. I mean, 
there's so much parody in the AFC right now that nobody wants to just put stake their flag and say that we're going to be the new Chiefs of this year, and they're just letting the Chiefs hang around. Um, with the de- going back to the defense um, today, I th- I wrote in my prediction for the for the game. I chose the Chiefs because I said I would I would put eight men in the box every single play. I thought that if you played the same defense against this Packers team that you played against the Tennessee Titans that didn't work at all and just said, you know what, Aaron Jones, you're going to have to run for 150 yards today if you want to beat us and and then make and then put heat on on Jordan Love and make him make the quick decisions which we know we knew and we know now he definitely can't do that this is how you this is how you beat beat the Packers. Um looking at the at the division, I mean it is wide open. It's it's there for the taking. And I think that the good thing is the problem is with the best player on the team. Like, I mean, in, in a way, that is the good thing because at any point in time, he can work his way out of it. You know, he can swing his way out of the slump. And then if he gets hot, then suddenly the Chiefs are a whole other different, different team than we saw tonight, right? You know? Yeah. But that's dependent on Mahomes swinging his way out of this slump, you know? So maybe with the bye week coming up, you know, he'll be able to work on some things and get himself out of it. But I don't know. Nobody knows. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> and by the way, the Denver Broncos beat the Dallas Cowboys today. So That's what that, I'm saying. Yeah. It's the, the parody this season in the NFL has been nuts. Uh, it seems like week after week, we're like, what is going on? Like this is inexplicable. What 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 is happening in this game? And it seems like that's been happening a lot this season. It's just been a weird year where it seems like we've got a lot of good teams in the NFL and then a lot of suspect teams, but nobody wants to be the best team in the NFL. And it's making for a fun season, I guess. Uh hopefully the Chiefs offense will turn things around and it'll be even more fun for us. But we can't leave here without talking about the Chiefs special teams. Uh this was a Dave Tobe special today. Uh, this was that at least one game a year where you're like, okay, that's why Dave makes the big bucks. Like the Chiefs' special teams were fantastic. They blocked the field goal. Uh, had another one where uh, the Packers player just kind of muffed the punt. It went off of his foot, and the Chiefs were able to scoop it up. Uh, the, and then they had to go back and review it, and it was a whole long, drawn-out thing. But still, impact plays from the Chiefs' special teams all day today. And Tommy Townsend was out there just absolutely booming kicks today. Like, shout out Tommy Townsend. He's the MVP of the game, really. I think he has to be. It was his best game as the Chiefs punter. And, I I mean, he's been having to punt a lot more than he's used to, but he was absolutely crushing the football today. Those That suave, suave Tommy Townsend, man. That guy with those flowing locks of hair. This was... This was the Tommy Townsend game. I'm gonna, I'm dubbing it. This was the Tommy Townsend game. He was the best player on the field for the Chiefs. He he pinned them back. I think he had close to an 80 yard punt at one point. I mean, he, I mean, this was the special teams performance that we that we needed when we needed it the most. But for Tommy Townsend to come out and kick the way that he did today was something that I don't think anybody expected, just because we haven't seen him. You know, he hasn't had to kick that much this year, which is weird because our offense has not been good. The fact that our punter has not been on the field, but our offense has been bad has been a very unique situation. Well, and it was, you know, the first month of the season, it was, well, the offense is fine. They just keep turning the football over. And they didn't turn the football over today, but the last two weeks, they just simply can't 
function. So it's definitely moving in the wrong direction, but good to see uh, Tommy Townsend uh, just getting his confidence. Cause he struggled a little bit early on in his career. And I think part of it was just because he was on such a good football team and he never had to punt. And so he didn't get some of those confidence boosting games as a punter, but uh shout out Tommy Townsend. Good game today, man. I, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm excited for you. Uh, I do want to mention uh, Chief strike tackle Lucas Niang did wind up leaving the game with a ribs injury. Uh, it's important because Mike Remmers also was out of this game with an injury. So the Chiefs could potentially be without their without two right tackles moving forward, uh, which could be a problem as we move along the schedule. And they've got the Las Vegas Raiders next week. Raiders coming off of a uh, big loss against the New York Giants, but the Raiders pass rush has been pretty good this season. So that could be a problem for Kansas City. Uh uh, Rocky, a- any final thoughts on this thing before we wrap it up and get out of here? I think uh, other than the Harrison Bucker only hits the long ones, man. I wouldn't like don't let him kick within 30 yards. But if he's over 50, then just let the boy let the boys let go because he only he only hits the booming long ones. And, and it's a nice it's fun to watch. You know, he's he's money from from over 50. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I I think my final takeaway, and as much as it hurts me to say, the Chiefs just have to run the football more. Uh, As an offense, you just have to run the football more, and I never thought we'd be in this situation. I want them to throw. I want them to get 80-yard touchdowns and put up 40 points a game, but that's just not working this season, and it doesn't look like it's going to work at any point in the near future. So you got to make some adjustments, and that starts with running the football more and trying to see if you can find consistent success on the ground. And then maybe that'll open up some things in the passing game for them as an offense, because it's not working right now, putting up 13 points, isn't going to get it done most of the time. And if Aaron Rodgers was in this game, it probably wouldn't have gotten it done. So you get the win. That's all that matters. Improved to five and four. Uh, Didn't lose any ground in the AFC West because it's all kind of a jumbled mess in the AFC in general right now. So Big win for the Kansas City Chiefs with some ups and downs, but uh, we tried to look at the positives, and uh, sometimes you got to focus on the negatives a little bit in this one. We really appreciate you guys listening to the Arrowhead Pride Rapid Reaction Show. If you're listening to us on the podcast, make sure you stick around. Immediately following this show, we will have all of the Chiefs' post-game press conferences. You'll hear from uh, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and probably a couple other players. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we're doing on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, please follow Rocky Magana at Rocky Magana. I'm Steven Serta. That's where you can find me. Tomorrow, we have Out of Structure coming up with Ron Kopp and Matt Stagner. That'll be coming to you tomorrow afternoon on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. They'll break down the entire game uh, and probably really dive into that Chiefs offense and defensive performance in this one. Thank you guys so much for listening. Me and Rocky will talk to you soon. The Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Packers 13-7 on Sunday to improve to 5-4. And And we heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, as well as defensive end Frank Clark, cornerback LeJarius Sneed, and punter Tommy Townsend. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. Then you'll hear from Frank Clark, LeJarius Sneed, and Tommy Townsend. As far as injuries go, really Lucas Yang is the only one he... Uh, hurt his ribs there and uh, had to come out. 
Um, Andrew did a nice job of filling in uh, for him on short notice there. So, um, listen, I, I, I want to thank our fans, man. They, they kind of won the game for them uh, out there. Uh, there were a lot of Green Bay fans. They travel like our fans travel. And I thought we were able to drown them out, which was a thing of beauty there. Um, I thought special teams did a great job. And uh, Dave had a nice plan. Uh, Tommy Townsend, I mean, uh, uh, this had to be his, his finest game. I mean, he just uh, did, a, did a tremendous job. Field position was a key, and, uh, and he took care of that. The block field goal by 97, I thought him doing what he did there was, was very good. Sneed's pick, I thought, was... Uh, was a you know it was a big play for us as we went and um, you know I thought our defense um, we, we did a nice job against the run game we did a nice job against the pass game pressure in the quarterback um, we didn't hold back guys played hard and aggressive we've seen things that have happened you saw things today that happened so uh, with with teams that are favored and um, you know you just you have to bear down every week the best you can and find a way to win. Um, every week, and so, and then, I just saw our last drive was um, kind of vintage. Patrick, Kelsey, Tyreek, you know, the guy. Uh, Seventeen had a uh, McColl had a nice play. So, um, and then the rest of that time, we were kind of in the second half, we were kind of shooting ourselves in the foot with penalties and that, uh, not the turnovers, but the penalties. And so that we can work on. You, you can't work on the win if it's a loss, right? You can't do that. They, they go down as Ws. They don't, they don't keep score on those. So um, I'd rather work on getting better um, and still have the opportunity to, to win a game. And so uh, that's how we finished. That's how we finished this one. Anyways, with that, time's yours. What did you see from Jordan Love today? Obviously, he probably won't be playing much in the future. What type of challenge is bringing to yeah, listen, I thought he had, he had a good poise and, um, uh, I, you know, for his first start against a complicated defensive look like Spags can present, um, I thought he handled himself well. You know, I'm glad we, I'm glad we took care of the, the run game like we did. It, you know, I think they probably came in uh, and, and we're going to run the ball on us. And by, by the way, Matt's done a great job with that team. Um, and, but I think that, um, you know, they weren't able to, you know, they weren't able to do that. So I, I just, my head goes off to uh, Spags, the game plan he had, and everything that went with it with the players. Coach, how do you think Melvin Ingram did out there with his limited snaps? Yeah, I, I thought he did well. I mean, you know, from just, sometimes I'm on the bench, sometimes I'm up, so I don't get to see every snap. Um, but what I saw in practice, I liked it. It looked like it carried over. He's very, very smart, and he's got good leadership, and I could feel that today on the ones I was watching. Um, and then he, he was bringing it. You know, he, he did a nice job. And the guys, I, you know, you got, our guys welcomed him in, which isn't always the case with teams. Um, and then Brendan used all of them. He used all the guys. And so um, everybody had a chance to get out there and, Rattle it around a little bit. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, well, this line here, this wasn't one that's banged up. I mean, that's a good offensive line right there. They're, they're you know, they're, they're going to challenge you a little bit. So I was proud of our guys for stepping up and, and greeting that the way they did, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, throwing the ball, you're saying? I mean, why that throw? Or oh, we had the play, we had the play even before the timeout part of it. That wasn't there wasn't any discussion there, Nate. And we we knew what we were going to do, and we had it. Sometimes you call the timeout to get everybody over, just you know, calm them down, and here we go. And that, that's the way this was. Just let's. Everybody was kind of on the same page with it. Yeah. Yeah, we're 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 kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. I mean, you can see it. It's not. They're not secrets to this. If you statistically, if you look at it, if you're taking steps back, whether it's turnovers, whether it's penalties, uh, fumble, and you recover, any lo- loss of uh, of yardage uh, makes a long, consistent drive a little tough. I mean, that's and, and that's what we were doing. We were better today. We didn't have the you know the turnovers and, and that. So uh, we just got to take care of those penalties like at crucial crucial times. You're not having a heart attack, are you? No. Oh, you're, you're grabbing your heart, man. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> I remember asking you a while back about your identity as a team. You said maybe we're still trying to find it. A couple of games later, you feel like you're all done. We're getting there. We're getting there. You know, we're, we we got to keep bearing down and, and take care of some of these things. You know, you um, you know, and it's it's there's a variety of uh, uh, these penalties, right? But this game here, that that stalled some drives, and you know, we got to be better than that. Drop balls. That's another one. We had drop balls today. I mean, you, got, you can't drop balls. Those are they, they kill you on uh, on drives. Because first half, you had a couple chances to go fourth down. You went for the first drive, picked up the next one. You didn't, I mean, you guys seem to have embraced that whichever side of the field to go. You had a little timeout before that as well. It looked like yeah. special teams lined up. And you still have to see that decision. Well, we had both lined up. We had the offense and the special yeah, team just to kind of you know throw a wrinkle in there. So, um, but we were going to go for it, and that's what we we're going to do. So, uh, we need to do better on that. We need to get it. Um, you don't want, surely, don't want to do that. I was proud of our defense for stepping up and uh, and shutting it down right there. They did a nice job with that. <clears throat> so they they didn't get points off it. Andy, when, you, when you challenge that uh, home punt before they hit the three big score, yeah. did you get that from upstairs? I saw it. I I saw it. Um, but I did. They did help me upstairs too. But I saw it. I mean, I saw it hit the, the leg there, the knee area. Jump ball. All season you come in here and there's been a similar like you can play. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt good. That felt good right there. I mean, that's what. what what he they they were on the same page, and it's not it's not Patrick, it's not Kels, it's not O'Lion, it's not you know Tyree, it's everybody kind of getting on the same page and feeling those things, and so going back and and looking at it, I, I think that's a plus, and um, coming out of the game that way. I mean you 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 know you run the run the clock out by doing those kind of things. Now <clears throat> there's some things that we'll look at earlier in the game that 
we weren't on the same page, and, and so we've got to take care of that. Yeah, so, I mean, I know enough coaches in the league. Um, it presents a problem. And, um, you, know, the, um, you know, the offensive coaches will tell you that. It's not, it's not an easy scheme to defend or to block. Um, so I just, uh, I, I think he's, he's very good at that. I mean, that's, um, that's what he does. You mentioned Beckham Mahomes, you mentioned not being on the same page a few times early in the game. What, what if anything, are you guys working on to try to get that, that rhythm and chemistry back? Yeah, when I say not on the same page, it's, it's working. Are the play, is it working? Are we dropping the ball? Are we having penalties? Are we doing these things? So it just doesn't, it's got to all fit. And that's what we've done in the past. This is a new team. And, you know, we've got some pieces in there that we got to, you know, that we're taking care of and learning and all that. So. Uh, but those are plays that we normally make. The important thing was that we we did come together there at the end, and and then we had productive plays. Yeah. And listen, I'm part of that, so I can do better and put them in position to get these things too. So I mean, it's we've all got a little piece of this. Yeah. Coach, you you spoiled not just us in Kansas City, but the entire league. If you look at some of the cuttings from the networks, Kansas City is misfiring all this stuff. At what point do you say we're not going to uh, we're not going to apologize for winning? Yeah, we don't. <laughs> Last one. Coach, uh, Kelsey's had uh, the frustration he's shown in the past couple of weeks today, seeing a little better. Uh, what do you see from that? Kelsey? Yeah. yeah. So, um, again, I thought he did a nice job. Or, you know, he, he worked through doubles. He worked through the halo technique where they kind of wrap arms around him. You know, I thought the officials did a good job of managing him, you know, <clears throat> and um, some of the things that they were attempting to do early. Um, and, and then, you know, he had the one drop, but he also had uh, some big plays in there. So um, he did a nice job. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, I mean, I think that and the first drive of the game that we had uh, is real similar to last week, really. Um, the first drive coming out and kind of doing what we normally have, have done and then kind of stalling out the, the whole game. And then you see that at the end of the day, those last drives that we've had these last two weeks, guys came to play and they stepped up when their number was called. Um, and so obviously we're not, we're not playing offensively the way we wanted to and the way we expect to, um, but we're finding ways to get wins. Uh, defense is playing great football. Special teams are doing a great job. Um, and then until we until we find that that same mojo that we've had for so long, uh, we're still battling through. Guys are stepping up, and making plays to win football games. Yeah, obviously we we got the the false start um, that moved us back, um, and so Coach Reed he believed in us. He gave us a chance to put the ball in my hands, uh, called a play for Tyreek. Um, they did a pretty good job of covering it at first. I thought the offensive line did a great job of a five man rush of, of stepping up and giving me a pocket. Um, then I scrambled it out. Uh, I saw Tyreek, and I know if I get it to him, he can make a play on it, and he did. Were you all surprised by the play call, knowing that you guys needed to really keep the clock running? 
in that spot? I, I wasn't. I mean, if you've seen us the last few years, no matter how we're playing, Coach Reed has the confidence and gives us the confidence that we're going to go out there and make something happen. Um, and uh, that's what happened today is we had a couple big plays in that last drive. We were able to get some completions, uh, move the ball, get the first downs we needed to run the timeout. Yeah, I mean, it's just little things here and there. I mean, that's how it is in this league. Uh, we've we've been blessed enough that we've been able to execute at a high level um, these last last few years, including half pretty much the beginning half of this season. Um, that we, we don't we don't have to worry about them. But you're seeing that with the little things here and there on drives, they're stalling out, um, and that starts with me getting us into the right play and making the right throw to try to get a completion. Yeah, I mean, it was a battle all day long. I mean, we we felt like we had good plays and that we were moving the ball, and we'd stall out. And it kind of, it kind of all day, it felt like that. And then at the end of the day, uh, when we had a chance to to go down there and really win it, um, after the defense had played a great game, um, guys stepped up and made plays, and I kind of let that out of like that frustration. We made we made it happen, and I mean, I'd rather be walking away with the win than a lot of yards. So I'm glad we got the win. I mean, I'm still real, uh, extremely confident. I mean, I know we're going to find it as an offense. We have too many good players. We have too special of the coaches uh, in this in this organization uh, to not find it. The offensive line, I'm really confident in them. They're playing really good football these last few weeks. Um, and I think if, when, as they come together, it's going to keep keep this offense going. And, I mean, I, I expect us to start making plays here soon. It feels like at least Yeah, I, I saw I saw Trav come open. Um, I kind of just wanted to give it a chance. I mean, even though their defenses are playing so deep, uh, you want to still have the chance to take those shots. I missed a couple of them today, um, but um, yeah, you just got to know when when to take it and when to just take it underneath. And that's something that I continue to have to get better at as the season goes on. Yeah, I think I'm just trying to, to give ourselves guys some chances. I mean, it was close. I mean, McColl had a, almost had a chance. He kind of got pulled up there at the end. Um, but um, he, he, I mean, he, he tried to run underneath it and make a play happen. And uh, that's kind of the, ch- the chances you take when you take the deep shot is sometimes you want to go for that deep shot, get that 60-yard touchdown, whatever it is, but you could have a 20-yard completion over the middle. So it's kind of that risk-reward factor. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're close. I mean, I, I, I'm saying you can see drives here and there where we're, we're the we're that team that everybody knows and loves. Um, but um, you got to be able to consistently do that throughout every single drive in the game. Um, and I mean, it hasn't been any different defenses than what we saw at the beginning of the year. We're just not executing at a higher level. Um, so uh, I mean, we're just going to continue to go to work, practice, go through the process. Luckily enough, our defense is playing really good football and keeping us in these games. And then we're making plays at the end of the game to win them. Yeah, it was extremely important. I mean, obviously, Aaron didn't play, but that's a really good football team. I mean, a really good defense. Uh, I thought Jordan played a good a good football game, and they have playmakers all around. Um, and so uh, uh, for us to, to be able to win a game like that in that fashion, um, it shows that we know we, we know how to win. We know how to find a way to win games. And, I mean, it's all out in front of us now. I mean, we play, play the Raiders this upcoming week. It's, they're a great football team that's uh, played a lot of great, great football this season. Um, and so it's about what can we do this week to be better. 
um, to go out there and try to find a way to get a win. I think practice, especially these last few weeks, has been crisp. Um, I think uh, it's just we have to execute when it comes to game day. It's, it's different on game day. You can practice and uh, practice as hard as you want and have great practices, but if you're not going to go out there and execute game days, it won't matter. Um, so uh, we'll go through that, that process of, of continue to keep that practice tempo up, uh, continue to work on things here and there, and then hopefully it translates to the game um, and we can find that, that same mojo we had at the beginning of the season with the defense playing like they're playing now. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's it's well documented. I mean, he's he's kind of in a similar situation that I was in, where I, you you get you're behind a great quarterback that's done it for a while, that does that does all the things the right way, um, and so I just just learn, man. You just learn as much as you possibly can, knowing that you want to play, um, but uh, whenever your time comes, you have to be ready. Um, and so for him, I know it's going to continue to learn. Uh, he's a ton of talent, um, and when his time comes, I, I'm sure he'll be ready. Um, yeah, you know, um, although, you know, they didn't have they, they guy out there, I feel like um, it's a start. You know, um, we kind of started it last week with just, you know, getting after the Giants and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we just wanted to carry it over. Um, you know, it's been kind of rough all year to just get in the flow, get, get things going. And, uh, you know, like I said a few weeks ago, you know, um, you know, we're getting healthy. So that was the number one thing. And then, you know, you start getting back into the flow with your whole group, um, you know, with those ones and stuff. And I feel like that's what's been happening. Um, the camaraderie in practice has been, you know, high. So, um, you know, guys are starting to respond better to guys. Um, the task at hand, guys are responding better to it. And, um, you know, we're just going out there having fun again, like I said. Um, I feel like earlier on in the season, you know, you didn't really see guys having fun. Um, you didn't see, you know, guys really entertaining the crowd. Now it's become a whole thing. You know, we're just getting back to playing football like we know. What did you, you think of the pass rush tonight with uh, Melvin? Oh, uh, man, I like Melvin. You know, Melvin, um, even, you know, before he came here, you know, I was a big fan of Melvin. Um, we always had um, conversation and always talked to each other, um, you know, like my big bro. Um, so um, having Melvin, adding Melvin to the bunch, you know, it's only going to help us out in the long run, I feel. Um, he, he does some special things, you know. Some, some things, you know, everyone has yet to see, you know, here with the Chiefs. And, uh, and I feel like the way he's going to be utilized in the future, you know, it's only going to be a benefit to us defensively. Coach Reed said that teams don't always welcome the new guy in this season, like, like, uh, but he said you guys really welcome Melvin this week. So can you speak to that at all? You know, were you part of that group? Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like I said before, I, uh, I might have been one of the first guys to hit him up after the trade happened and told him, like, man, let's go. Let's get it in. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just excited, you know, knowing that he was that type of um, caliber of player, you know, a player with his experience, um, you know, just how productive he's been, you know, since he's been in the league. You know, and like I said, the special things that he can do, you know, him standing up and him being able to move around are things that's beneficial to us, you know, more than ever. Yeah, yeah, you know, I got my own spin moves and stuff in the bag, but yeah, um, all knowledge is good knowledge, you know, that's how I look at it. I think there were times during the game where you lined up on the left side as opposed to the right side when you was on the right side. That's something y'all talk amongst yourself, who's going to come from that angle or, or that's a set play? Nah, not really, uh, never a set play, just a feel. 
you know, sometimes they kind of give me the go-ahead to figure out where I want to line up when it comes to that those things. And, um, you know, I just kind of go in the flow of the game. You know, sometimes I'll be on the right side for four or five straight plays, and I'm like, yeah, it's time for me to go on the left, you know, stuff like that. So I, um, that's kind of where it is. Not, nothing in particular, no game plan, um, nothing like that. Right, you've seemed uh, more comfortable these past few weeks. When's the last time you Uh, last year, you know, um, you know, it was a long season last year. You know, we went on a, a, a pretty good run, I feel, um, going into the playoffs and even through the playoffs. Um, but, um, yeah, really last year, you know, um, like I said, a few weeks ago, I started the, this season off with camp and everything was kind of downhill. You know, I, I felt like I felt pretty good coming out of my training season in the summer. And, um, you know, I had a high, a lot of high hopes and expectations for myself going into the season. But, um, you know, once you get hurt, a lot of stuff goes out the window, you know, because you got to focus on getting healthy. You know, at first I wasn't really focused on getting healthy. You know, I was just trying to get back, you know what I mean? Because in my head, I'm like, I got to get back. I got to accomplish my goals. I got to do all those things and um, and be there for my team. You know, but eventually you figure out, like, you know, being there for your team ain't going out there half-heartedly, you know, um, you know, with nicks and bruises here and there, you know, things that can affect your performance, things that can hurt the team. And I feel like um, – those are things that I was trying, I was doing in the early stages of camp, you know. And um, eventually, you know, I had to sit down, tell myself, you know, the the only only way you're going to help this team out is getting 100% healthy, getting back in the flow, and get back in the rhythm, and then um, you can go out there and be dominant. I think we're playing with a lot of swagger. Um, playing with a lot of swagger right now. Um, getting back to that cheese ball, you know, for the last three years even since I've even been here, you know, we sort of take that turn mid-season defensively usually. You know, um, you know, beginning of the season is always rocky. It's kind of, you know, we kind of getting used to it at this point. Um, you know, you kind of rocky. You kind of, you know, getting getting in the scheme, understanding, you know, the new plays and different things that's been added. You know, where different players. You know, we started the season off with Chris at end. You know, that that alone, you know, for a player like him. That's that's kind of you know your scheme is different now you know what you're getting on, on from the opposing offenses are different, so um I just feel like you know just getting back to what we know best and um you know Chris moving back into that three tech, um, him being dominant in there um you know me doing what I got to do on the edge I feel like it all just works hand in hand. What does Chris feel? How does he feel about three? Feel good. I mean you know that's where home is for him. And um, I feel like, you know, when he's able to, it's, a, it's an automatic mismatch when, you know, those guys dare to slide just one person on them and, you know, um, hope for the best when they got him going rushing against, a, a you know, just one guard, you know. But, um, you know, it just it opens up the game for other players as well. You know, the opposing tackle um, in there, you know, opens up a lot of one-on-ones for him and gives him a lot of chance to get to the quarterback as well. You want to look at the other two Felt like just putting the game on our back. Um, you know, the coach is gonna make the calls. The players got to play, and um, I feel like when, when, as a player, when you take full advantage of every opportunity that you get, um, you know things are gonna fall your way. Um, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> Sorry. <all> right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what, what is the significance of, of winning consecutive games for the first 
how this season's gone, all the winning you've done over here over the past couple of years. How weird is it to get at this point and you finally win back to back games? I mean, you know, I feel like every team is going to struggle. You know, you just not, you're not going to always just be successful in this league when every team, you know, they work hard and they build their team. The NFL is sort of becoming like the NBA. You know, we've been like the power team, you know, this, this stacked team for the last few years in the NFL. And I feel like, you know, over the course of the last few years, you know, teams have actually built their teams around beating the Chiefs. So when you do that and, you you know, coaches, you got these um, head coaches and these um, defensive coordinators who who've when years of the Chiefs offense terrorizing their um, defense, you know, you're going to do everything in your power to, you know, try to stop that. And um, I feel like it's just been problems there, you know, and then it's been problems on the on the defensive side of the ball because, you know, we got a lot of moving parts and we've had a lot of moving pieces. We still got a lot of young guys, you know. And, um, you know, it's just when you, when you have all those different things going on, things aren't going to go your way all the time. You got to be ready for that, you know. But when it is time, you know, um, you just got to be able to buckle up and go for the ride. One, one more thing, um, you had a guy making his first start, Jordan Love. What were your impressions of him just as a young guy without a lot of experience, and how do you think he handled himself? Um, simply put, I just I feel like he's going to be a, um, a, a good quarterback in this league. You know, um, one of these days, you know, unfortunately, he got, you know, one of those guys right now in front of him, you know, one of the best quarterbacks to play the game. And, um, you know, just eventually I feel like he's going to be a, um, a, a star in this league one day. Um, you know, even us rushing, getting after him today, you know, he showed some, some good good signs out there, avoiding a lot of sacks, um, you know, getting out the pocket, scrambling the ability, um, making throws downfield under pressure, um, and just doing the, doing, the, doing the necessary things. I mean, you can't expect too much from a guy, you know, who's, who's going into his first start off a team who's, you know, eager to, eager to win every down. I mean, I, I feel like the team as a whole, you know, and um, what really led me to decide that is just when you look at it, I mean, I'm a pretty energetic guy. And when I come out there and, you know, I've been hurt, I've been, you know, this and that or whatever, you know, um, you know, it's hard to come out there with, 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 with my with my with my energy level on the high, you know, because I'm thinking about a lot of other things. I'm thinking about like, damn, if I if I turn the wrong way, am I going to tweak it again? Or if this happens, is this going to you know what I mean? So. It's really just getting, like I said, it was a mental battle at first for me personally. And I know a lot of guys, like, if I know I'm going through something, I know a lot of other guys are going through stuff. You know, you never know what a guy's going through when they go home, you know, away from, you know, work and away from football. So, um, you know, it's just, it's just, I know the mental battle part of this is a, is a, is a, is a game in itself. And um, so, like, once you, once you get rid of that mental battle and you begin to balance your life and to get everything in order, um, you're able to just play football with a clear mind and you're able to have fun again. I mean, you know, just keeping his head in it. You gotta keep your head in this, man. You know, you're not gonna always have successful downs. You know, you can you can have 12 or 13 straight good plays where you just play excellent ball and you can have one play where something happens and it's like, boom, the whole world's against you. You know what I mean? And that's just the nature of our game. You know, but at the end of the day, as his teammates, as his, you know, his friends, you know, we just got to continue to love on them and continue to just bring them up. You know, it's nothing about 
It's a long season, man. You know, Dan has had a wonderful career, you know, especially these last two years. He's had career years here. Um, you know, the thing is they they begin to hold Dan to a higher level too. Right. You know, when you have 90-plus tackles, you got four interceptions in the season and stuff like that, and you're playing great football, you know, guys are going to hold you to a higher level. You know, I've dealt with it. I've dealt with it, you know, half of basically seven years. I've dealt with it for the last five years, you know, where it's like expectations are so high. Where it's like, you know, some, and sometimes, you know, you go through it with yourself. Like, man, I got to make this play. I got to make every play. When it's like, no, you just got to have fun sometimes, you know, and let loose. How, how much, you mentioned that, I mean, feeling pressure to go make plays and get healthy. How much is the fact that, I mean, people know you, you make a lot of money now, right? That people have been looking at Spotrack and over the cap. How much pressure do you feel to kind of live up to that part now that you're in this third year of this I don't really feel pressure to live up to it as far as the money goes because my coaches know me. You know, they know my ability the most. Um, um, defensive, my defensive coordinator and my position coach and Andy Reid, you know. But, um, you know, so I don't really feel pressure like that. You know, like I said, this is my third year into it. I, I kind of take the money out of it. You know, I don't think about the money aspect of everything. I just go out there with a clear mind. You know, my thing is just being hurt. You know, I, I never really had to deal with injuries my whole career. You know, I was blessed enough to not have to. You know, I always used to think of, see it on the news or see guys out and stuff like that. And I'm sitting here feeling good, you know, going into the next week. And, you know, for the first time, it's like, damn, I got to miss this game. Damn, I got to miss a week of practice. You know, I'm not out there with my guys being able to be vocal, you know what I mean? Let them know what's expected of us as a team. And, um, you know, that was the hardest part. You know, that's the, that's the, that's the, you know, the, um, it's the expectation from my teammates to just being there that where I was kind of disappointed in myself. Cause I'm like, man, I want to be there for my guys. You know, I know how much they really look up to me, how much they really want me out there. And, um, you know, that was the biggest part. And, uh, you know, like I said, the next few weeks, um, I've been getting back in that rhythm. Um, team's been getting back in that rhythm, and we coming. Can you take us through that in the question? Say that again? Can you take us through that in the question? Uh, yeah, I knew it was coming because the right receiver splits. Got close, so I know it's gonna be like a type of row route. So I try to make sure I stuck to him and got my head back around. Oh yeah, I knew that was coming too because I read him. I saw the signal he gave me before he gave the receiver before you know the play started. So I knew he was on the inside phase. So film study. What signal was that? It was a he did that. So yeah, I knew what was coming. Did you see that earlier in the game? Or did you see no, I saw it on film. I saw it on film. So that's why I knew. Yeah. You uh, went out of the game. Were you in concussion test in the blue tent? I mean, yeah, I had to uh, win the concussion and see did I have a concussion or not. And uh, so then I was watching that. They hold the helmet for a while, then you got the helmet back. I mean, that was you clear. Any doubt when you went in there? No, no, I didn't have any doubt. I was good. I knew I was good. I just seen me shook my head, so. I'm curious, how, how important was this for the defense as a whole to have a performance like this throughout the game? Uh, it's very important, man. You know, we're just going to keep building from here. And, you know, we know what we can do and know what it takes. So we'll keep building. Look at your radio seven recently. The defense is close. Have y'all arrived in this performance tonight? Uh, no, we haven't arrived yet. You know, there's still a lot more work to do. And just taking it in day by day each practice to get better and better. So, Jerry, how do you enjoy when the stats cause the blitz? And just how does that change your preparation based on the thing that you have? Oh, man, yeah, I love it. You know, he play aggressive, and I like playing aggressive myself. You know, I just got to know where my help at and who helping me and what to do and not to do. Oh, 
Oh, it was very important. We know he was their go-to guy, and Coach Spaz was yapping at us all all throughout the week, telling us to make sure we take him out and don't let him catch the ball. Darius, how did it feel for you and for the Well, I feel it's great. You know, we're all together, you know. There's no point point fingers or that side of the ball, this side of the ball. We're all together, you know. We're just going to keep building from here. What, if anything, did you notice about Melvin Ingram and the way he's kind of worked himself in? Well, I, I can tell he's hungry, and I can tell like, he's coming to work. Yeah, definitely. Okay, thanks for Jerry. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say so. Um, today was kind of like, it was just one of those days, just one of those like career days where you just go out and you just, you just have a great day. But, um, but of course, like none of that would have, you know, it would have happened without, you know, my gunners and the punt team being down there to, you know, down the ball and, um, scoop muff punts. And, um, so, you know, it was, of course, it was just a huge team effort. I can't pat those guys on the back enough. Um, I mean, especially the past couple of weeks, there's been a lot of work done off the field, um, just really working on my mental game um, and that approach going into games. But, uh, but yeah, you know, like I said, like we have incredible gunners in Marcus Camp and Crystal Mons. I mean, um, you know, they've, they've helped me out a lot this year, you know, in times where I haven't had the greatest punts, they've been down and made, uh, and made you know, huge plays. So, so yeah. Tommy, when you say mental game, is it um, more film study or do you mean like things uh, yeah, just a lot of just a lot of stuff like that. Just a lot of visualization and um, just like changing routine stuff, you know, pregame, so that uh, so that I'm you know just like in a really like calm, just um, yeah, just easy mindset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's always an incredible feeling like when you see like when you first see your teammates react like because it was a little tough to like see that the ball like had been muffed but um but yeah I'm I'm the type that gets very very fired up when uh when there's special teams plays like that so I'm not sure what the camera got but I was definitely screaming and <laughs> and sprinting down and uh yeah going down there to celebrate with the teammates so Oh yeah, for sure. We'll uh, we'll have something in the works. I'll have to talk to him. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, like I said, he's been huge for me. Chris has been awesome. So and really just like the entire punt st- uh, punt team. James was just throwing me darts all day. So um, like I said, just got to pat everybody on the back. Oh, it was huge, and th- that was such a tough kick too. Um, such a tough kick. It was it was pretty gusty today. Um, and you know we, we had gone through you know different scenarios. Uh, all throughout pregame, and and like I said, it was it, it was going to be a tough day kicking, and you know he just came through and just absolutely crushed the ball too. It had to have been like three fourths the way halfway up the uprights, and it was a fifty-five yard field goal, so he would have made that thing from deep. So it's yeah, it's pretty impressive. He's he's fun to watch, fun to hold for. I think you come as a holder. Their holder had a couple issues today, along with the snap. Right, the laces were back. I think on one of their misses. How far have you guys come as a group on making sure the laces are right and everything? Right. Yeah, that's that's something that we put so much time into. Um, and as soon as I as soon as I got to Kansas City and started working with the guys in the off season of last year, uh, we just put so much time into the field goal operation um, because obviously, like you know, points are huge in this league. Um, games are super tight, and uh, so we've we've worked really really hard. Um, we've got a lot of kind of like secret techniques and stuff that uh, that we've we've come into. Yeah, over the over the past like year or so. Um, 
yeah, and it's it's nice to see that we have just you know such a clean operation. Everyone's just doing so well in it. 